listen to this show, you know that I am a dog fanatic. If you love dogs as well and you want the best for your dog, be sure to check out dogpodcastnetwork.com. Again, that's dogpodcastnetwork.com. They currently have three fantastic shows, A Long Leash with James Jacobson, Dog Edition, and Dog Cancer Answers. So be sure to check them out at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Are you ready for a podcast on healthy living that isn't about having six-pack abs? A podcast for the rest of us. A show for everyone, for people of all shapes and sizes who just want the best information about living their best life. Join host Lisa Davis, MPH, for Health Power. So you may know that blood sugar is an essential part of our overall well-being. And when it's out of balance, you could face serious health risks, including diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and kidney disease. And I want to emphasize that this can happen to any type of body because here on Health Power, we are here for all shapes and sizes. And I'm so excited to have the wonderful, that was Dr. Ken Redcross back on the program. Uh, Doctor, or I should say Ken Redcross, MD, is the author of Bond, (laughs) the four cornerstones of a lasting and caring relationship with your doctor and founder of Red Cross Concierge, a personalized medical practice designed to enhance the patient-doctor relationship while providing convenient access to a full spectrum of healthcare services and holistic and wellness counseling. So much more. If I read his whole bio, it would take up the show. He's such an amazing man. Dr. Red Cross, (laughs) it's been way too long. Great to have you back. Oh, thank you for having me back. It has been way too long. I've missed you and the show. So thank you for having me back. We'll talk about some fun stuff today. Yeah, we should do a regular segment. First of all, let's talk about blood sugar. What exactly does that mean? And I'm assuming anyone, no matter what your shape or size, can be affected by blood sugar uh, issues. No, they can't, everyone. So look, as we talk about blood sugar, it's always attached to diabetes, right? right. Which it should be. Yes. But as you mentioned at the top of the segment, you also have to be concerned about uh, about heart attacks, about strokes and so forth. But let's recognize that sugar isn't necessarily evil, everyone. We need that sugar molecule each and every day for energy to get us through the day. It's just when we're out of balance. And our body loves balance. So that's the big key. We're talking about it this time of year, Lisa, because... We are in a sugary time. We had October with with uh, Halloween. We had we just finished Thanksgiving, and now we're in Christmas. Even more sugary. So now it's important that we really think about our relationship with sugar and how much it really impacts our lives. So we need to make sure we strike that balance between the energy it gives us and then some of the damage it can do if we're out of balance. What are some signs that your blood sugar is out of balance and you're headed towards these? you know, pretty catastrophic things that we mentioned at the top. I want everyone to leave with this, these these four signs or symptoms that I want you to really investigate and see if this is something that you or someone close to you may be having, but we ignore them. One of the bigger ones, Lisa, is fatigue. Mm. Now, fatigue is just, obviously, we know we feel tired after a long day, but this sort of fatigue from blood sugar issues are a little bit different. They're ones that you just feel like you're stuck in the mud, you can't get ahead of it, and it's just really consuming your life and your work. The other sign of symptom is that of increased urination. Now, increased urination is something that we also, and it depends, men or women. If I talk to my guys, they'll blow it off and say, oh, doc, it's just my prostate. I know what's going on. It's probably not a big deal. And my women will say, I've had UTIs before. I've ignored it. But I don't want you to do that because when your blood sugar is really elevated, it creates a kind of an osmotic gradient, we call it. In other words, everyone, you pee more with more sugar molecules. The third sign and symptom is that of increased thirst, which in a way goes in a cycle, right? If you're peeing more, you're thirsty. 
And so for something else that we can't necessarily blow off on, maybe grandma's gravy at Thanksgiving and say, oh, it was salty. That's not a reason. Um, and last but not least, everyone, blurred vision. Now, blurred vision, quite honestly, Lisa, is one that usually does kind of wake people up to say, yeah, what's going yeah, on here? But but, but some people would just say, maybe it's just my prescription is changing or that sort of thing, but a big deal. So fatigue, increased urination, increased thirst and blurred vision. Those are four things that cannot be ignored. And you need to make sure you have a good enough relationship with your doctor to be able to call someone quickly and share this with them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think your patients are so lucky because you have that concierge care. And does that mean that they can just call you at any time? Or, uh, maybe not any time. It's like, it's a, well, it's well, a 10 well, you'd be surprised. No, no. Oh, are you kidding me? I, I get called. I, I got a call this morning at crack of dawn. I, I have patients on both coasts, so I may get calls at two, three in the morning. But I'll tell you, I'm, I'm honestly the lucky and blessed one to have them as my patients, to be quite honest. I, this isn't work. This is a calling. And so uh, I have a concierge practice when, yes, they can reach me. But even um, the other patients that I have that are not necessarily in that model, I still have them reach out to me somehow and kind of get back to them um, concierge wise as well. But it's important with some of these signs and symptoms that I know about them. Right. So I can get some testing and see where we go. Yeah, that is so important. All right. So you just mentioned testing, but let's talk about some mm -hmm. things. You have three moves you can make to get high blood sugar under con control. Let's talk about these. Yeah. So look, everyone. So I'd like to make sure that we all are practicing self-love and self-care. So let's start with a little TLC. This will help you remember. So that T, everyone, is for you to take a stroll. That's just a reminder that exercise can be so beneficial, but not only to drop your blood sugar, but it also increases your insulin sensitivity because insulin, everyone, is just that that hormone that drives sugar into the cells where it belongs not circulating in our body, calling, causing damage. So you want to make sure that exercise doesn't have to be all intense. It can just be a two-minute stroll. So that's good. That's what they do out in the Mediterranean, right? They have the better studies in the heart health because after eating, they typically take a stroll. They take a walk. So it's the Mediterranean diet, but it's also that exercise after. The other part, the L, is to make sure that you learn that there are some wonderful supplements out there that can help to support your blood sugar. One of the ones that I absolutely have been in love with lately is berberine. Now, berberine, everyone, is a, is a bark. It's a bark from a couple of different trees. But the important thing to understand with berberine, not only does it help to support your blood sugar, it also can help support LDL cholesterol, which, we, which is bad, which we want to bring down. Now, berberine is something that you'll see it a lot online and so forth. My worry about that, Lisa, is that they're not always the correct dosage. I typically get mine from a company called Healthy Directions um, because Healthy Directions has it at that 1,500 milligram, which is where the studies were um, to show the efficacy. We use that word efficacy, everyone, just to meaning that it's effective. It works. Um, so I love Healthy Directions for that. And then the other part, this C that you really are going to show your care of. And we talked about this, Lisa, before we went on, curbing those artificial sweeteners. Oh, yeah. Horrible, everyone. You know, it's interesting. We, we tried to do something better. We thought sugar was demonized. So we said, oh, let's create these artificial sweeteners. And then we're realizing not only is it causing more obesity, but it's also destroying our microbiome and our guts. And we're recognizing that's not what we want to do. So that's the best way to show yourself a little TLC. Not too difficult, everyone. You just make sure you take a little stroll, 
learn about berberine and healthy directions and where to get it and also curb those sugars, those artificial sugars. I used to have a show called Beauty Inside Out that I hosted with David Pollock. It was all about looking at what you're putting in your body and what you're putting on your skin. So I recently discovered a fantastic company, Osmosis Beauty, and I am thrilled to have them as a sponsor for Health Power. Now, what makes Osmosis Beauty so special is they have this unique philosophy. It's based on analyzing your skin and body as a whole, treating skin conditions at the source to restore beauty and wellness. Dr. Ben Johnson is incredible. Now, he developed Osmosis Beauty over 12 years ago with the goal of changing the direction of skincare away from excessive exfoliation and renewing the focus on dermal remodeling, barrier and DNA repair, and detoxification. The line includes non-toxic skincare products and treatments that combine the purity of naturally sourced ingredients with revolutionary doctor-developed and scientifically validated formulas that deliver on the brand's promise of permanent change. What I love is they offer skincare, but they also offer internal supplements as well as makeup. So I use Osmosis Beauty. I've seen a change in my skin. I absolutely love it. So to learn more, go to osmosisbeauty.com and follow the brand on Instagram at osmosis underscore beauty. You know, one of the things, and I, you know, I say this every time, I'm not going to go on and on. Everyone knows sleep is basically my religion. I am in bed by between 830 and nine every night. I have a dog that likes to wake me up at five and I like to get my, I know he's sweet. Talk about this. And how does this help with blood sugar? Well, I'll go a step further. So so you're saying sleep is key. And so I will, I will join with you and say sleep is also medicine. Yes. Sleep is what our body needs to restore and rejuvenate from all the insults that have been thrown at us all day. Everyone from the S word, Lisa, the S word is stress. I never say the word everyone. I think it gives it too much (laughs) power. I was thinking it was the other. I know you were, but I'm not going there. This is a kill. This is a children's show. Um, so no, I'm not going there, but yeah, so you need to make sure you're getting enough sleep. Look, seven and a half hours of sleep is what the CDC says we need. And we absolutely do. There's some wonderful studies. I love talking about sleep. There's some wonderful studies that say we should probably going to bed, um, around 10 o'clock. So you're there, Lisa, you're there. And also they say the room should be around 68, 67 degrees that we sleep better. Um, when our, when we're kind of at that temperature. So yeah, don't think that you have a badge of honor by saying, oh, I don't need a lot of sleep to get through things. That is not the smart thing um, to do. Believe me, that's the time to rejuvenate and restore. So everyone, I don't know how everyone feels about those Christmas cookies. I luck, you know, it's interesting. I've never been a sweets person, a sweets guy in the first place, but for those who do love that, it's Christmas time is an easier time. Sometimes I find they almost look at the labels. So don't forget those labels are there to, to help you. So if you look at something like my my big uh, downfall, I wouldn't call it a downfall, but, but I love these Chessman cookies during the holiday season. So I know that if I want a certain number of them, you could just look at your labels, That's everyone, and realize like, oh my gosh, three Chessmans are probably enough for me or maybe six and so forth. So Christmas is a time where you get a lot of tins of of cookies and things you can kind of look for yourself. And even beyond that, even when you're out and about, it gets back once again to that moderation and balance, realizing that that is supposed to be a treat, not part of one of your food groups for the day. Right. 
um, and really recognize that and balance that with other healthy things during the Christmas season. You're still allowed to eat healthy during Christmas. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now, being Jewish, if you come to my house, you're going to be eating a lot of deep fried latkes. Well, they're not, actually, I don't deep oh. fry them, but I definitely put a lot of oil. I use avocado oil, though, because of the high smoke point. Because, again, going back to, and we've talked about this, obviously, but you know, on the show, the more you deprive yourself, the worse it is. You know, I had a, you know, a health food mom, um, health food nut mom in the seventies. And I ate as much Mm -hmm. crap as possible at my friend's houses. And so there's this balance, right? And it, it can be tough. We just don't want to overdo. And what about like homemade cookies? You don't know how much sugar. So you kind of just want to gauge like maybe two or three. You don't want to eat 12. I mean, that's that's the thing with yeah. me. If I start all suddenly the whole pan's gone or the plate's gone, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> right. Look, well, you're like so many of us out there listening as well. It's hard. But once again, if you think about it and you're doing what I like to call everyone mindful eating. Right. I, one of my spiritual retreats, I met with a, a monk oh. and we talked a lot about mindful eating. And what is that actually like? Not only do you sit there, you, you think about the food. And you think about the food going in, and then you also think about the person that kind of labored to get that to your plate, and you're just grateful. And it's weird because when you start thinking about that, you almost don't treat the food in the same way to just gobble it. And so you're almost just like taking a slow, methodical, like, gosh, you know what? I'm pretty grateful. Like, I'm grateful for this chessman cookie. I got to try those. I don't even know what that is. Well, oh, it's just shortbread. It's just a shortbread, typical shortbread cookie. That's all. It's not, um, you know, anything to probably write home about for the true dessert connoisseurs. Right. Um, but the point is, it's my little sweet when I want one. But if you eat mindfully, I just find that you're just not there to just scarf things down. You're just grateful. And it just doesn't really mesh with just eating everything under the sun. Yeah. You know, I love mindful eating. One of the things that I, and I've mentioned this before, but that I do it with is I, I, I don't do it with every meal. I do it with meals or treats that are super special. You know, I want to go back to talking about uh, diabetes and especially pre-diabetes. How does these how do these blood sugar issues uh, they do they start as pre-diabetes and what exactly does that yeah. mean? Yeah. So look, everyone. So the reason why it was so important to come on during this time of year to to talk about this is that there's 96 million of you out there listening. And there's a chance that out of the 96 million people who are running around with blood sugar elevations and don't know it. That's why it was important to hit those four signs and of, of the fatigue, increased urination, increased thirst, blurred vision, because 96 million, which means there's someone listening here that has those signs and symptoms and are ignoring it. Now, when we talk about the blood sugar, everyone, you have to go to your doctor and get some blood tests. There's two tests your doctor will get. Well, actually, there's two but different ways to do it, but we'll keep it simple in that you want to make sure that your blood sugar is not over 126 um, when they do what's called a fasting, meaning you haven't eaten overnight, of course, and you go ahead and let them check it. The other thing we'll do is what's called an A1C. The A1C, I'm so happy. So many people are familiar with that nowadays, but pretty much it's a measure of the amount of sugar on your red blood cells over a three-month interval. So it kind of lets us know the truth of what's been going on. Um, And that number you want to have over 5.7. If you're between 5.7 and like 6.4, everyone, that's kind of that zone that I'm talking about, these 96 million people that are not fully diabetic yet, but they're close. And those are the ones that I'm trying. Well, I'm really diabetic. I'm trying to help as well, of course, but I'm trying to see if I can catch that 96 million early so that we can kind of head it off at the pass. Now, I mentioned the Mediterranean diet. Is that a good way to go, in your opinion? I mean, I know there's been lots of studies. 
well, let me tell you, everyone, that is the way to go. Look, it's funny, right? We go through each and every one. This diet, low this, low that, uh, paleo this, paleo that, all these other things. And guess what, guys? It always comes back to the Mediterranean diet, no matter what we do. <laughs> it always goes back. Look, it's the way we're supposed to eat, guys. But what, what, what is it really about? It's about what we've been talking about the whole show, balance. It doesn't have a lot of red meat only at all. It has fish. It has nuts. It has grains. Um, it has fruits. It has, so it's a balance. Once again, it's all it is and cutting out some things that we know aren't good for us. Fish is a, is a nice component there. Look, Americans, they always do these studies. Americans do not eat fish that eat much fish throughout more. the week in their diet. I know. Look, it's hard. We didn't always, well, I can't speak for everyone, but I didn't necessarily grow up recognizing that importance. I grew up along the water. So we just ate a lot of fish. So it was just normal. But I just didn't recognize that that young, I was eating the Mediterranean diet already um, to get some of the benefit of health. But not everyone. When you talk about the breadbasket of America in the middle of America, it's different. It's a meat and potatoes place. And um, that's going to put, you know, sustenance on you and make you strong and so forth. Um, but it's about realizing now, like, OK, how do we want to live longer? How do we want to live healthier? Because it doesn't make sense to live longer if you don't live longer healthier. Exactly. Right? I know. Um, so it's important to balance the two. Last, maybe it's a couple of years ago, I interviewed these women who call themselves Seagans. It's kind of like a vegan, but they eat fish. Oh, Yeah. Nice. And they had all these recipes. Like it was that. really fun. And uh, my sister's a Seagan. I like that Seagan. I'm usually pretty up on the food stuff because I love fitness yeah. and diet. Well, I look I don't even like to say the word diet because you guys know I'm not talking weight loss diet. I'm talking yeah, about just like food we eat, right? Because right. I don't want to put a label on anyone. But uh, but I like that because um, it's a nice balance. So I'm usually hip to these things. But that's the first time I heard Seagan. Yeah, I don't know if it's mainstream or it's just their book. or But yeah, it's really good. Check out the book, by the way. It's awesome. But you are awesome. Dr. Red Cross, is there anything that we didn't get to? And you definitely have to come back more. And I'm going to check out the Berberine and you've got... Warning signs, your blood sugar is dangerously high. I mean, there's so much good stuff that people can Google and look for and get the information that they need. In addition to always listening to Health Power. No, absolutely. And so, and, and I love coming on this show for this exact reason, guys. We're, we're talking on Health Power. The reason why Health Power is so special is because you talk about health for normal people. Right. All right. Thank talk you. about health that you don't have to feel judged. No one feels like that nowadays. It's just like, yo, I want to live in this very difficult world with this crazy virus circulating and I just want to be healthy and health power does that. So I thank you for, for allowing me to be a part of your, your health power team and family yes. um, to be able to touch some souls um, like we've been doing today. That's the key. That That's the calling for, for me. And I appreciate you allowing me to do that. Well, I appreciate you. How do we uh, learn more about you, Dr. Red Cross? So you can reach out. So my website is drkenredcross.com or all my social media handles, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or all the ones that are out there, Twitter um, or at Dr. Ken Red Cross. And by all means, please reach out. I try to uh, make sure my team reaches out to everyone, provides advice and more importantly, support. You're not alone. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.